0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Wayne Hour, a podcast series dedicated to political thinking and religious liberty, among other topics. Today, we're talking with Florida congressional candidate Darren Aquino. He's down in Florida's 19th congressional district. That's by Fort Myers, Cape Coral in southwestern Florida. And he joins us now in The Wayne Hour today. Mr. Aquino, thanks for joining us here today. We know you have a lot to discuss when it comes to voter fraud and allegations and so forth. So we appreciate you coming uh, to speak with us today.
1: Well, let me say thank you for having me. Uh, This is a very important topic. You see what's going on in our country. They're trying to steal the vote. And uh, that infringes on all of us, Democrat and Republican. Okay, fair and free elections are paramount to the success of this country. And when they're infringed upon by corruption and uh, despicable behavior, uh, you know, we as a people face a serious threat to the Republic. Our Congress, our forefathers warned us that these things could happen. I was reviewing the Constitution today again. Uh, I'm not a scholar; I'm a citizen. And when it comes to stand up to duty of preserving this republic, you know we have that clause: protect and defend against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's a duty to every natural-born American and those who become uh, a child of America by adopting them in through the freedoms that we share. So, you know, it's everybody's duty. But what happens, clearly, corruption is big. You know, they like to count dollars and cents. And, you know, we we need to put stronger policies in effect. But my biggest issue, and it has been uh, for nearly three decades, like we talk about, you know, my my history, uh, the Supreme Court defines me as a lay expert on the disability rights because I don't hold a degree. What I have is 35 years of hands-on training and learning, trial and error. The best way to learn. You know, the way that we learned in America is we fall, we get up, and we get back on the horse. And I've been doing that. And in my race, not only did we suffer the voter fraud, voter fraud anywhere is voter fraud everywhere, okay? We have a systemic problem of mental illness. It's not just in my state. Over in my state, we have a thousand just in my district of homeless veterans, and a thousand homeless veterans, and 2,000 women and children, also, and incorporated on that are disabled folks. One thing I want to point out about that aren't those folks entitled to vote? What, if any, steps were taken to secure that right? Because you're homeless, but you are in an area designated of even where you've uh, squatted, you have a right as a citizen to vote. Uh, because of the circumstance in our country, uh, thank God we have President Trump, uh, thank God. He's the only president we've had since, I don't know, Lincoln, that really sees all people and his duty uh, to protect the rights of everyone. Those folks were not protected. But being him, he doesn't know every detail. That's up to congressmen and senators and leaders and local legislators to enforce the rights of the people, which I submit to you today and to every listener and viewer, that if you have a relative who's disabled, they were infringed upon. And that's a matter of national security because there are 150 million disabled Americans, half the country. They have a right and a right. And, and that right was infringed upon by every board of election
0: around the country. So not not just in Florida is what you're saying. Across the country. Oh God, no. Yes. Yeah, multiple states. Yeah, let's let's give an example to all the viewers.
1: And you know, <laughs> and to uh, and to reseat someone without an election is a major problem. We're gonna get to that. But we'll show your viewers here. My disabled uncle, let me give you this story, Fernando Gad, I publicized this. And I put postings of him voting after he was uh, rescued from a nursing home, I know, New York City. Mm-hmm. The murderers, Bill de Blasio and Governor Como, killed innocent people in nursing homes. High crimes and misdemeanors. While I'm talking to you, I'm pointing out the rights of people so that listeners can understand what I've been doing for 35 years, and this is why I ran for Congress. To help my president secure the citizens with disabilities, to bring them into the sovereign immunities and protections we share as Americans. I'm good at that. And that's what my goal was. Not to be, uh, I consider myself a real Republican, a Lincoln Republican. Anybody that falls outside the scope of those practices is not a real Republican. Mm -hmm. And that's that. And how do we know that? Here, Fernando is registered. They accepted his registry. Then they said updated. Is this document in Braille for any blind people? Nope. So how would a blind person uh, fill that out without any assistance? Right. Now, the ADA, here's the letter from the commissioner, who's a Republican, that one hands down. But she doesn't make accommodation. So to me, she's not a good Republican. If you're not thinking of everybody, you can't be biased. That's not, Lincoln was not a biased man. He incorporated the country. He brought the country together, you know. We're the best version of a patriot by Democrat and Republican, but Republicans were unwilling. They wanted to keep slaves. Democrats wanted to keep slaves. So we can't do that. He brought us together at the sacrifice of his life. But here, she says his vote was not tabulated. Now, his vote did not count. He voted for President Trump. And we had another candidate. I'm in the 25th district. Now, the Board of Election has a duty under Title II of the Americans with Disabilities Act, Section 504. Title II refers to government entities, but it doesn't exclude public or private entities when they incorporate the general public because it has to be readily achievable to engage whatever it is uh, 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 of any type of enjoyment or participation. It must be readily achievable that I can accomplish it without any demeaning attacks on me for having a major effect of a life activity, Mm -hmm. to make it free and enjoyable. Uh, A lot of people ignore that. A lot of elected people ignore that. A lot of Democrats ignore that. Judges who are biased ignore their duty to uphold it. They don't get an opinion with the Constitution. They have an enforcement duty and they've neglected to do that here in Florida. I have to bring a case. Uh, It wasn't a fair and free election. Uh, I had to pay $10,400. It was not accommodating in any way. And here's what happened. They put me in the wrong district. I should have been in the 25th district. It's where I live. When I spoke to them and I said, well, you can go to the website. I said, it's not accessible. I have a disability. Oh, I said, it doesn't accommodate me. It's not readily achievable. Okay. The format is not there. The computer is unaccessible for guidelines and rules, what would the format be? A cassette tape, uh, and that tape, on the cover of that tape, like the DOJ sent me years back, is in braille. So you know what tape it is. Right. So the blind person can listen to it. They have neither of these. That is, that is, by definition, discrimination. But here's what's bad about it. It's willful. They had a directive from the DOJ and updated every modification. In 2014, I sued the, the state of New York, and people can look it up. You'll see what the judge did to me. She let discovery run out nine months, dismissed the case when I was in the hospital, failed to accommodate me. Nobody is exempt from the ADA, nobody, because it's a fundamental right. Your life changed from the disability, but it doesn't change your freedoms. The first 10 of the Constitution, those are very important. Those are your fundamental activities. They stop your speech. They stop my freedom at number one. At number one, very important to vote, right? Right. The disabled person was silenced. Okay? Now, they restricted him. That would be the Fourth Amendment.
0: Right? They're violating two amendments already. (laughs) That's right.
1: Now, it carries into the Fourteenth Amendment by civil liberties. You got three violations there. And now it was retaliatory because it excluded me mm-hmm. by this voter fraud and this, uh, all these names they got for it. You know, by the end of the day, I'll have all the names and I'll, surrender, I'll submit them to the court here in the Northern District, demanding that uh, Mario Diaz-Ballard be restricted from returning to Congress because you cannot go to Congress if you weren't elected by the people. It clearly says, and I want you to go to Ballotpedia. And those of you, who live in Florida or around the country, don't let any candidate take the office without the voice of the people. That is crystal clear in the Constitution. An election must take place. There's no way, uh, the state cannot uh, reseat him. They don't have that authority. Uh, it doesn't overpower the Constitution and the rules for the House of Representatives. Here it says it, if you could see it. It says, I, I lined it, okay? It was canceled, the primary and the general election. How did he take office? Nobody, my, my nephew who's uh, you know, in, uh, up, uh, up in New York running for local seats, he said, this is, this is impossible. How can he be receded? The Board of Elections says, we're gonna send you the state statute. I said, I'm gonna send you a subpoena. <laughs> right. I'm gonna send you a subpoena. How do you take office without being voted in by the people? It's an assumption. You can't assume, but here's here's the fact it wasn't on Uncle's ballot, and it wasn't there. His name was did not appear. Even if you're unchallenged, your name has to appear. Right. His name did not appear either in primary or other. But when I signed up, I said I'm in my district. I want to fight. You know, uh, I'm going on the 19th because when I got here, I moved uh, because the place was unaccommodating. I had some ambulating disabilities from surgeries, multiple surgeries. If you look at my history. When necessary, I talk about it. I'm not ashamed of it. You know, I, I couldn't be a good advocate if I couldn't share the challenges I faced to help you overcome the challenge. So, you know, it was a blessing by God. So, uh, when, when, when I told them, I said, I want to be here. So I said, I said, Well, these are the candidates for the district. And I said, This is where I live. They took my money, and it wasn't the district. I live in District 25, which is nobody
0: in the B.S. Ballard's district.
1: That's right. right, and I said to them, they took my money and put me in the 19 district that they already had stacked.
0: So, now when you- So who's they? So just explain to our listeners who okay, they. Are.
1: They are the board of election, the commissioners, the folks that say, you don't have to get singing. you can pay us a fee, okay? They make no accommodations for disabled, uh, and communications, it's called effective communication. Right. For a person with a disability that may have dyslexia, That may be blind or may have an impairment of comprehension or an ability, no ability to write. And it has to be readily achievable. That means they have to have in place those things, a note taker. They can't challenge what your disability is to deny you the inclusion of participation in another fundamental right. This is your first amendment voting. Right. They were denied. I say with absolute certainty and guarantee that the ones that got accommodated were those who brought their own. That is not the onus of the individual to bring their own accommodation to enjoy the privilege and right
0: of voting. Right. So, so you're in the 25th, you live in the 25th district, and the Florida Board of Elections tells you to run in the 19th, which is- They
1: take my money, I said. This is the candidates, and I'm assuming that's where I live. They got my address, it's clearly here, it's on my voter's card, okay? But they sent me that later, I'm saying, 25. Hmm. And then I looked down on the ballot, there's no candidate. I said, my first thought at the primary, I said, wait a second, when I went to vote, I said, I can't vote for myself? Mm -hmm. I didn't find out until primary day that he was unopposed. There's no such thing. Okay, there may not be a challenger, but that doesn't mean he could take the office. You have to be voted in by the people. And there was no vote. He wasn't put before the people to vote. So the state has no authority to do that. I don't care what they say. The constitution is clear. An election must take place every two years. And if you don't run for an election, then you are not the legitimate congressman. So technically, okay, me, myself, my wife, that's three votes he loses.
0: Okay? So, so or they
1: can give us a new election right. and send out the bios to everybody by the BOE with our names on it and, uh, and access, but not, not limited to that. Because now you've got to make public broadcasts. They made the error. They denied the people. So it now falls back to them. So we have to come up with a way or they have to give me the seat. Because in my election, even though it was compromised, I got more votes than he did. And because it's the error of them, well, I'll I'll settle with them. Use my votes there that I got in that district and switch them. It was your fault that I'm not here. Mm -hmm. You didn't accommodate. You didn't give me direction. You didn't have a manual in alternate form, such as a cassette tape. If you do, provide it, present it right now. Right. You gotta restrain him from going. He did not win by the voice of
0: the people. So just and the
1: state could not appoint the congressman.
0: So just to be clear, you're saying that Congressman Mario Diaz-Bellar should not be seated when it comes to the next Congress.
1: That's correct. His, his term is up uh, January 3rd. Right. He's done. He had no election. I opposed that. I opposed it. But here's the thing. The, the board of election um, said to me, there were no write-ins. I said, I saw that ballot there was no spot to write in because there was no candidate to challenge Mm. because you didn't present him. You withheld him from the people and gave him a seat that you have no authority to do. The state does not appoint congressmen. The people do, right? So that's a serious infringement on your right because this guy makes your laws. This guy is the same one that is not taking care of the veterans that are homeless here. It's that guy. I have a history of doing it. He has none. He's there 17 years. And I love when these guys talk about term limits and they don't honor their own statements. Byron, who won, is a nice guy from New York. But did I get a fair election? Not how nice Byron is. That's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a fair election and I paid for it. So it wasn't free and it wasn't fair. We know that Dominion is everywhere and it was outside intrusion that uh, made Dominion. We know that. We've learned that from the law. As I'm watching, and I'm very intrigued always to the civil rights, because this is a civil right. These are your fundamental rights. Three of them have been violated to people with disabilities. Now, I either got to find pro bono counsel or I have to go borrow a gang of money to go and fight, but I'm not a trained lawyer. I'm a great advocate. And I point out the subject matters of entitlement. But you know, these guys do this every day. I mean, I wish I had a lawyer right now to say, I'm gonna do that. This is wrong what they did. It's wrong to everybody. It's wrong to Democrat. It's wrong to Republican. It's wrong to independents. They have a right. And that right was infringed upon by corrupt leadership and the place responsible, the BOE, and the state. They didn't do it. They have an order, federal government. This is why the separation of powers are limited. If, if we look at Lane, Tennessee, uh, my case was brought, I won a case hmm. against the courts for disabled, Rooker Feldman prevented uh, lawsuits against the state for sovereign immunity. Uh, But when it infringed upon a disabled person and denied him the full power and enjoyment of the protections, whatever subject matter was there, one gentleman was before a court and there was no access to the building. And here's what got the judge upset. And I spoke with Justice O'Connor, her and Sotomayor, and uh, Justice Scalia, all of them congratulated me on the hard work I do as a non-attorney and how successful I was in drafting up papers. I don't draft them, I dictate them because I can't do it. I'm dyslexic, Mm -hmm. but it's all here from years of training and learning and updating. So in 2005, the sovereign immunity was removed because of the 14th Amendment because it denied a person full and fair equal protection under the Sixth Amendment. A person went to the courthouse in Tennessee, it's called uh, Lane, Tennessee, right? Tennessee Lane, where he challenged because they issued a a warrant for his arrest because he refused to crawl up the stairs again. Because the building was not readily achievable, they should have, and the justice went on and said in her decision, and um, it was the only time, and it was long overdue, because it was 2005, 15 years late, but it was so compelling that Justice O'Connor said the actions of the lower court judges are despicable. It cast a cloud of the judicial body that the people are entrusting for at least fair and equal protection. What they did to this man and then retaliated by a warrant, demeaning his character and and defaming him said, in closing, that the states can be sued and that's that. This is disgraceful what they've done to this man. Right. And it's no different. The state entity has a duty to fulfill and uphold the rights of the people. It's not up to negotiation. That was done in Congress. So this man, Ballard, However nice, and, and you know what? His record shows that he's a flipper.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's down as a Republican, but a moderate. He's not firm on his beliefs, but he's a flipper. So that means why we have rhinos that we call, that means they believe in themselves and not in the constitution. That means they're defending their seat and position over the rights of the people. And that should be a concern to you and to me. It's one thing being a bad congressman and not being fully knowledgeable or taking time to do things. That's trial and error. But when you deliberately deceive the people, you're a criminal. You took this seat, and you're a congressman. You know the law. I'm going to also ask in a restraining order that he not be able to even enter any race anymore because he partakes in what is some sort of coup or collusion with the state to hold the seat and give the appearance that he legitimately won the seat by the people he did not. Their statement says he did not. And the constitution says every two years, he was excluded from the ballot. And on both primary, they say it. How can you be a congressman? Let somebody show me. There's no state statute that overrules. You saw it in the argument. The state does not dictate the constitution when it infringes on the people. The people are the paramount reason for the federal government. Because they, you know, even though we have the 10th Amendment, to separation of powers, it doesn't give the state to say, I'm going to make my vote for you. Mm-hmm. You don't get that right. Governor, nobody. So we are in serious times. Uh, you know, I got to raise all kinds of money. I'd rather have an attorney do it. But, you know, uh, we've talking about that on my Twitter. People are, are like searching. They're scurrying. Another 35 or 40 people jumped on as soon as the tweet went out that came out of nowhere. And said, what's going on? We want to see this. Your rights have been violated if you have an uncle disabled. Now, back to my uncle. What is the solution for that that would be logistically correct? He was held captive in New York in a nursing home. Why? Uh, If you look at the tweets, you'll see the pictures of him, and you'll see how he looks now. We're getting him back. The doctors at the VA reduced some of the medication that is psychotropic that were making him dumbfounded. The doctor said, why are they giving him so much? said, so we're gonna get him back in shape. He's got an appointment today. So at 1.30, I gotta be off this by one o'clock with you so that we, they're gonna do a Zoom with him again. And uh, he was held captive in a nursing home. Do you think they provided any early ballots or voting materials there, for him? The answer is no. How many hospitals and nursing homes do you know that got ballots? And, were well, they accommodated. You see the case that I'm bringing? That's a very serious matter because they have a right. So you wanna see an outcome? How many more people you'll see vote for the president and he gets the time? The president doesn't get the time, the people get the time because they overlooked them willfully. It was an abuse of power that they, they, they were absent from their duty. They made a, a conscious choice in their official and unofficial capacity to do it. If you're the leader of the board of election, you're the commissioner, and you have the papers from the DOJ that say accommodate, and you don't do it. What is that? Tell me what it is. A crime against the people.
0: So what you're saying is that no ballots were sent to these nursing homes and VA facilities in New York City. Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm saying that. That's correct. No, what they told. No, Jennifer told me at a, a Republican breakfast. That's too complicated to do. Uh, and then she pats me on the. You're a know, good. You do. I said, first of all, you call me chief. I'm the national chief. You're just a. Commissioner responsible to me and my community. You have a duty, and that's to accommodate. It's not open to negotiation. What are your plans? Do you want my help? I'll help you do it. Okay, because you're a Republican, I guess in name only. Okay, Uh, you won this position because I believe a voter for it, because she doesn't do her job. They receipt themselves and pick who they want who are going to be allies with them. That's corruption. That is corruption,
0: right? So, you know,
1: they could have said to him, being that, this, because what they did was exclude his vote. Did they give him a, a vote? Okay, let the vote count and send it to New York. If you're saying he was there majority of the time, okay, I get that, you have to be a resident. But I was here 14 months and I'm his guardian. So by that standard, he's here because I'm here. It wasn't his fault that they held him against his will to steal his pension, so he has a right. He was registered. You gave him a card and said he is. But you didn't take his vote. And he voted for Trump. A veteran of the United States from Vietnam time. Was not tabulated. and Says it here. Says it right there.
0: Wasn't tabulated. Jennifer Edwards from. And that's Florida. That's Naples, Florida. That's correct. So let me ask you this. Because we're running out of time here in the way now. We only have time for a couple more questions. Florida 19. Byron Donald, who seems to have all intents and purposes, has won the race from what the media has said. Do you believe, like Congressman Diaz-Balart, should Byron Donalds be seated at the start of the next Congress, in your opinion? I believe,
1: as the president, and to solve the problem, if we find voter fraud, then we have to have runoffs again. And we have to assure the safety. I gave an idea, as I told you. The way to secure the vote and eliminate the problem, fingerprint, Fingerprint matched up to Social Security, that the state don't have access to it, that the state uses it for reference. It was brilliant. But I'm an advocate. I create new ways. So if you go to Social Security, it has two advantages. It knows you're a citizen and it knows your identity. When you go to voter election, voter election has got to take your fingerprint and matches up against your record, which is the federal government that preserves your disabilities and all those rights. One thumbprint with your driver's license or state ID or VA ID. Real simple, real simple. Mm-hmm. And then we stop double voting, we stop it. No dead people can come out. One vote, one fingerprint, one ID, that's the person, case solved. Right. Case solved.
0: How about voter ID is essential in your opinion? And it should- oh God, yeah. yeah.
1: Because look at you got absentee ballots. Now let's go to absentee ballots. Sure. Do we know that that person was legitimately disabled, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't send them to nursing homes, right. but they'll send them to people's house and you have to request it. How do you request it if you're blind? Where do you go? You see what I'm saying? It's the onus of the, of the center to make a public notice of what they're ready to do. They can put this, They can make newspaper articles, they can make TV commercials that people can hear that are blind. Uh, this we due to the law, And uh, uh, and the protections of every American citizen, the Board of Election is providing accommodations uh, subject to the warranted need of that accommodation under the law. Uh, We're making this public thing, and they do it. Candidates got to do it. Okay, I fought both Republican and Democratic Party. How come none of the literature is in Braille? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a mandate. These are political entities that makes them government entities. That makes them responsible. But they seek and have gatherings where the public gathers to choose who they want to be with. I'm saying both parties fail to do that. All parties fail to do that.
0: Now, I want to ask you my final question about your relationship with the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and also your thoughts on on the voter fraud allegations across the country that is not just in the congressional level that you're talking about, but on the presidential level as well. You look at what happened with the House where... A lot of people are saying, how could Republicans not lose one incumbent and not lose any seats, but then the president loses and they keep the Senate as well? So let's talk about that. Your relationship with the president, your personal relationship, and then what you have seen more well, in this election.
1: My, my, my personal relationship with the president is very casual because I had a family restaurant in New York. A lot of people know it. You probably go in the supermarket and see the sauce or the pasta on the shelf. Rayo's. Right? Very famous restaurant. You can't get in. The president has been going there for more than 30 years. I met the president through my father and my cousins, the owners of the restaurant, because very good. You you look it up, look up rails and you'll say, wow. So my father brought me over to the table and I said, so uh, you're the Donald. Hi, I'm (laughs) David. Because he was a, he's a great philanthropist. He helps people anonymously. He's a good guy. Okay. Whatever his other characteristics that they accused him of womanizing and that's, Listen, everybody has a freedom. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's without sin in this world, okay? And what, what happens as you grow, you get wiser. But we have to grow to get wiser. The president is a good man. Uh, the main thing I loved about him, even if he is arrogant and full of himself, let's just say that, okay? Uh, because people ask me this question. I love the president. I take a bullet for the president. Not a question. Not a question in my mind. I would love to be one of his details. And be in the midst of these, I'd like to be his mouthpiece. So he looks good, I'll do the arguing and cursing at them. Because he's a good man, a good father. He's good to people in need. And if you're trying, like when he had The Apprentice, if you were good, he'd give you the shot. He didn't have to do that. But he said it shows you his character. So what? He made his bones. You know, for New Yorkers, that's very important. He made his way and he wasn't selfish or greedy. He kept building on his name. It's okay to be a little bit full of yourself. He made it himself, okay? But he was very charitable. He was down there at 9-11. I was there when the first plane hit. And he came down with a little entourage, ready to help, ready to put money, not a question. Our city was under attack. He did the same thing with this nation, same thing. Because here's the good thing. A man like Donald does not like to fail. Democrats and Republicans should love this. Why? Because his goal is gonna be to succeed. And we're in a troubled country. For his final chapter and epitaph, I did it and nobody else could. This is a no brainer. Why would you wanna vote for anybody else that wants to do the job? You know what I'm saying? So that's why uh, famous uh, celebrities and stuff came out, You know, and friends of mine, I was with John Boyd, uh, I met him at the inauguration. Um, I didn't get to work with I said, you know, sorry, I didn't get to work with you, but I guess we're the only actors here. <laughs> so um, he said, that's right. He's a good president. I said, yes, he is. I said, and if you ever want to come down rails, call me, here's the card, and we'll go down or I'll get you a seat. The president is a good man. He's good for this country. And now uh, I'm working on some veteran cases. If he knew what was going on with one of the cases I'm fighting right now, for disabled veterans, heads would roll because he takes care of our first responders. This is very important. What are they doing? They're taking away the power of the people by attacking the thing, supporting law enforcement, supporting veterans. Obama defunded veterans. He shrunk our military. He met the VA, collapse with all of its services. The president built it up and said, okay, no more waiting, anywhere, any place, anytime. You need treatment, you're going to get it. And that's that. So coming from a military family, growing up in New York and being in the borough of Queens where the president was, having a casual, hello, how are you? He is good friends with my cousin, the creator and founder of Arizona Ice Tea, because they do that golf thing. I'm not a big golfer, you know, Uh, I can't get that down. It's difficult for me to get that swing because I have a a leg length discrepancy. So it's difficult to get it, but I like it. I like to go and watch. So,
0: but my cousin played
1: with him. Yeah, so I mean, You know he's a good guy, Uh, and my relationship is to hello, how are you? How you doing? He offered to help the organization in the early days, but I don't. You know my organization, Advocates for Disabled Americans, Veterans, Police, Firemen, and Families. Every member is disabled. Every member contributes to provide the knowledge, the wisdom, the support to disabled around the country. We don't want to get paid. We didn't do it to get paid. We did it to enforce and empower the rights of people with disabilities. That's why when I came out in this race, and if you look at the history, I went to, I shot the 18% that even the Democrats and this rag newspaper, Paradise Progressive said, Darren's the only one that answered us. They were starting to like me because they said, he's not, you know, he's not like a Republican or Democrat. He's like a real patriot. I care about this country. And I get that from Reagan and from Lincoln. And that's who I model myself after with today. Where we are today, and what can I do for my country today, right? It's not what your country can do for you, but what can you do for your country? F. Kennedy. I want to serve it yeah. in that manner where I can solve the homeless issue, health care issue, preserve Social Security, show them what they're not doing that they don't know, show them how to have a better health care that we can take our health care and we could get rid of everybody else. Having fair trade with health care is a bad choice. You want, we already own Medicare and Medicaid. Why would we want to build and give others where we pay them to give uh, sub substitute, uh, you know, some coverage? Why would we do that? Mm-hmm. We're paying them 1000 1200 a month, and they're working off a 3% margin. Why would we do that? When we can open it to the country, affordable to every family, the disabled have it now, so why not open it to regular able citizens at an uh, affordable rate, and we control our own health care? Are we not the masters of our own destiny? So it would be with with the only insurance companies would be auto and home, and if they can compete with it, good. Okay, we'll we'll let you present the package, but we already have it. And Medicaid could be the part that takes care of dental, vision, hearing. It does that, and your Medicare is your catastrophic. But now you open it to everybody at affordable based on their income, and we continue the growth and, and power. Our social security and Medicare, Medicaid program. You don't take from it, you add to it. So they've been taken and that's why there's a controversy. And I presented that to Bush. That's when Bush came up with the idea uh, before I seen that he's a traitor to the party, very upsetting, you embrace this president. I embrace you, I believe in you. And, and I like Bush, even Matt Schlapp and everybody. I mean, I know Matt too. You see me on the site with Matt. Matt brought me, to that Republican convention because I made the accommodations for disabled. You understand, why do I gotta wait to get that one elected person who wants to do it? Since 1990, the enactment of the act was a constitutional fundamental right. It must be preserved, protected, and enforced by every state in the union. It's not being done. Hence, it affected the voter, which amounts to voter fraud. To deny me is to fraudulently do it because you're ordered by the DOJ to do it. So to omit it is an excuse to make it like, oh, it's an error. Hmm. That's a lie. You willfully disobey the people's rights. You infringed upon that blind man, that crippled man, that mentally ill person. They get to choose in a comment, you want your family member. You understand? You gotta put it in understanding, inclusive. You gotta make it inclusive. You don't have no other duty. You don't have any opinion on it, you have to enforce it. They did not do that. It affected the vote here. It's fair to say that every disabled person would have voted for me, more than likely. 80%, 75%, would that be fair? I'm known. And then it's, oh, even at the, my friend who I supported, all of his voters, 3,500 of them were supporting me. How is it I only got 1,400 votes and they moved me to second to last. How is that voter fraud? That's how it is. You don't go from 18% and drop to one and a quarter percent. You don't do that. It's it's impossible because then you lose the 5% statistical advantage from being number one on the ballot. That was my position. How did that change? Because of voter fraud here in Collier County, Lee County, I didn't get one vote from here. I got... Most of them in Lee, and, ex- uh, and they excluded me from three Republican platforms. And the uh, Republican men's club, when I got sick, I had COVID. I was laid up with COVID. I had eight weeks of laid up. Sure. But, and I still came out there. But then they said they have control. So you have rhinos that are saboteurs to the election process of the citizens under the cover of the Republican values that are not true Republicans. True Republicans respect of all people, and they honor all people, because that's what makes us the Republican Party. That's what makes us the sons and daughters of Lincoln, who said that we are created equal. we got to work this out together, and they're not doing it. And that's why I suffered voter fraud by the Board of Election. I gave you the examples. That's fact. You saw it. You read it with your own eyes. You saw a congressman take a seat without an election. Now i got to file a restraining order to keep him from that seat. He's a threat to the people because he took the seat and didn't earn the seat. And the state is responsible for that, and they have no authority to do that. I don't care what they say. He says, I'm going to send you the statute. There is no statute above the rule of the Constitution that says a congressman could just take the seat. I oppose him. Right here on your show, I oppose him. But I wasn't given a logistical, legal, lawful right to oppose him because they provided no access to it. For nobody.
0: It's it's wow, and as I told you before, I don't think a lot of people know about this, and I certainly didn't. And I think you're doing this today will go uh, and will help out that cause. So, Darren Aquino, thanks for joining us here today in the Wayne Hour. Um, keep us updated on what, on what on what's going yeah. on because, as I said, this is some fascinating stuff you're working on, and it's an yeah. issue I think that all Americans should be uh, focusing on right now. So
1: keep following me time. on Twitter at Aquino4 congress uh now i put uh congressman elect because there's no congressman right under our laws there's no congressman so anybody out there that wants to get behind this not for me to be the congressman so that they don't do this and infringe on the people's rights if anything we have to make an example and a a a steadfast statement that we will not tolerate unlawful illegal elections we can't the jeopardy and future of our children are at stake, okay? Well, are we headed for a civil war? Yes, we are, because we're not gonna tolerate anything less. We already have evidence. So I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking and letting me bring this uh, constitutional uh, uh, protection to all our people. And I hope uh, some of the disabled folks out there, if they need me, they can get me at Aquino uh, or they can go to the website, adadvocates.com. And if you have any issues with disability or your civil rights, please contact me and we're here to help.
0: Great. Well, thank you, sir. And good luck to you. And we'll, we'll keep, it, you. Uh, keep looking at what you're doing and keep us updated as well. So thank you.
1: Absolutely. All thank right. you.
0: Thanks for listening to The Wayne Hour, folks. I'm Kevin Crism, the host of the show. We'll be back uh, soon with another, with another episode. Stay well and take care. Bye-bye.